This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Dan, and today's game will be a very special game. It's going to be our first ever home court advantage game. This is going to be a special two-on-one game where our guest is going to go up against two bench warmers, and all of today's questions are going to be in our guest's wheelhouse. So today's game is going to be featuring the bench warmer team of Matt and Scott against special guest and returning player Kyle Condor of John Boy Media. Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm just hoping to get a victory this time around. Last time I was on here, it was uh, it was tough. You guys are good. And honestly, I wasn't expecting that. Like <laughs> you guys were you guys were like 97 percent from the field. It was it was impressive. There was some stuff you guys were pulling out. I remember me and Scott were on the same team. And every time we're like, all right, we don't think they're going to get this one. And you guys ended up getting it anyway. So hoping it doesn't work that way this time. Well, I mean, all of these questions are going to be in your wheelhouse. And uh, before we go any further, um, let's just talk about what your wheelhouse is. Looks like um, I'm going to be asking you a bunch of questions about the New York Yankees and also about the NBA and the NFL from the years 2005 to 2015. That's where all of our questions today are going to be coming from. How do you feel about that? I like it. So the Yankees for me has probably been the one I've been most diehard for since I was like a little kid to now. Whereas the other sports, the years I picked is when I was more diehard. That was like probably the beginning of middle school to the end of college for me. Um, And I don't know why that was the range. I was most diehard about those sports. It's not that I don't follow them anymore. I'm still very much like a sports geek for every single sport, but those are the, that's the time period in which I'm most confident. And I feel like maybe it's because maybe it's because for me, the NFL and NBA were more of like a sport that I banter back and forth with my friends about at like the lunch table in high school or just like, you know, in the college dorms and stuff like that. And since that stuff doesn't exist anymore, I feel like now it's more of like a, I'm at home watching baseball on my couch and not the other sports. Maybe that's what it's all about. Well, well, let's see how the uh, bench warmers feel about those categories. Scott and Matt, um, how are you guys doing tonight? Scott, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm excited, first of all, for Kyle to be back on. Um, I'm glad that you're the guinea pig for this new format that we're doing. Um, talk that we can't team up. We were definitely robbed before. So in the future, we will team up again and get our win back for sure. Um, I'm excited, though, too. Um, you know, like, like Kyle said, um, you know, 2005 to 2015 also for me is like end of high school into college into like adulthood so i was very much paying attention to the major sports so i think i should be able to hold my own here Uh, i'm a little bit worried about matt because it's not 1905 to 1915 (laughs) that i'd feel a lot better if that were the case all right matt how's it going with you tonight yeah well you know busy 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 these days but you know as far as the yankees i could tell you a lot about the twins losing to the yankees I could maybe even tell you a little bit about Mickey Mantle and Phil Rizzuto, but I don't know about the modern Yankee stuff. So we'll see how that goes. But just as a reminder, or for those who don't know, my kids were born in 2008. So pretty much from 2008 to 2015, my brain was fried. And I thought I was Dora the Explorer every 30 seconds. So 
I'm pretty sure that my knowledge, especially of the NBA in that time frame, it's like there was a guy named LeBron, I think, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> um, and that was that's pretty much it. But I might have some NFL in there. I know that the Packers lost a lot of games and then they won a lot of games. So, but I'm I'm excited to have Kyle on again because Kyle was one of the first uh, like uh, uh, modern media, like the smaller ones, not huge, three little letter network network type. John Boy was the first one that I really got into, and then when Bill hooked us up with Kyle. Ever since then, we've been following him on social media, and he's been a part of my, you know, daily feed of seeing what's going on in the world at sports. And so, I'm excited to have Kyle back on again. So, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. I uh, see you guys always hitting the like button on things and stuff like that. So, appreciate your support. Of course, I'm behind like the talking baseball accounts and talking Yanks accounts and things like that. So, I see you guys supporting, and I appreciate it. How about the love? Yep. All right. Well, now that we've got all the niceties out of the way, it's time for you guys to go against one another. <laughs> Enough of this, honestly. So now on to the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. And we're going to start with the tailgate. Today's tailgate is going to be consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Here we go. Question number one in the tailgate. There have been three number six seeds who have gone on to win the Super Bowl. I'd like you to name two out of the three of those teams. Yeah, we can check in. Uh, Matt and Scott have checked in. So, Kyle, go ahead and talk it out. See if you can give me those two teams. I was I guess I was right when I said I was confident with this era I chose because I can name all three of them. All right, well, um, if you want to go ahead and name me two or three, either one, but check in your two, and then you can give me the third if you want to flex. Yeah, so obviously, actually, I don't know that – you guys know that my favorite football team is the Packers? I didn't even know that I'd mentioned that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Matt knows. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I've That's heard this we before. We did talk about this. Yeah, so we've just had so much Yankees talk, I forgot if I even mentioned that. Um, so the Packers is a layup for me, and then, of course, the Giants beating the Patriots. Everybody remembers that. And then I know the Steelers were another one, so those are the, the three. Okay, and we'll go over to Matt and Scott. What do you have to say? Yeah, the uh, Packers did it in 2010. The uh, Giants did it in 2007. And then I don't know, remember the year, but I remember the uh, Steelers did it when they played in Detroit. The Super Bowl was in Detroit. I think that would have been like 01. I know it was uh, the buses last year. I think it was his year before he retired. But anyway, so yeah, we checked in with the Giants and the Packers. All right, well, points all around on that one because the three teams are the Steelers, the Giants and the Packers. Very good job, everybody. Moving on to question number two. The 2010 NBA offseason had one of the most talent-rich free agent pools in NBA history. During free agency, the Boston Celtics signed two centers with the same last name. What was that last name? I'm fairly certain that I have it. I, I'm going to check in. Okay, Kyle's going to check in. So Matt and Scott, feel free to talk it out. Ooh, man. <laughs> wow, right off the jump. 
This is 100% you, dude. I have. <laughs> I'll tell you this. The 2010 offseason, I was paying attention to LeBron, Chris Bosh, Amari Stoudemire, and where those guys were going. Mm-hmm. These weren't top-tier guys, these centers. I'm like thinking about those teams, and I can't. I'm trying to think of their big guys. They had Leon Poe. I don't, I don't think this is a lucky Johnson. Maybe we want to do Smith or Williams. Williams is better to me, in my opinion. All right. We're going to check in with Williams. All right. Checking in with Williams. And Kyle, what did you say? I just have to give the last name. Just the last name is all I need. Okay. I'm fairly certain it's O'Neal. Oh, Jermaine O'Neal. One team here, team of Kyle, is getting points. It was Jermaine and Shaquille O'Neal. Who? No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, this guy, you might know him better as, uh, as Shaq or oh. Big Diesel. All right, question number three. This will be music to Kyle's ears, I'm sure. The New York Yankees began play in 1901. However, they were not called the Yankees and did not play in New York. By which name that is currently shared by another MLB franchise were they known? 1901, this is all you, Matt. All right, we're going to go ahead and check in, Dan. All right, Matt and Scott are checked in. So, Kyle, you can go ahead and talk it out. All right. I don't have much talking to do as it pertains to this one, but I do have an answer. All right. Go ahead and give me your answer. Is it the New York Giants? New York Giants is what you're checking in with? Sure. All right. Matt and Scott, what do you say? I watched those YouTube videos that talk about the big four of the franchises, and I thought I remembered uh, the Yankees start off as the Boston Braves. So we checked in with the Braves. All right. Well, neither team is getting points Uh in this one. The uh, New York Yankees, before they moved to New York and before they were called the Highlanders and then before they were called the Yankees, were known as the Baltimore Orioles. What the? Wow. I didn't know that. And then they spent the next hundred years beating the Orioles mercifully. (laughs) Well, we uh, we learned something on the the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. (laughs) Once in a while. All right, well, after the tailgate, we have a score of Kyle 20 and Matt and Scott at 10. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes, and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be Odd One Out. The Odd One Out. For this quarter, there will be five categorized questions containing lists of six items. The teams will attempt to choose the item from the list that does not fit the given category. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one, an odd one out. NFL teams that have gone at least 19 seasons without a playoff win. Your teams are the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, Washington Football Club, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals and the Detroit Lions. It's been at least 19 seasons since their last playoff win. So I think I had this answer before you listed all the teams, 
but this is where I always go wrong. I start overthinking things. Like it, it almost seems too obvious to me. I'm going to go ahead and check in. I'm not going to overthink it. All right. Kyle's checked in. Matt and Scott, what do you think? Okay, so we know that the Bengals and Lions, because this was in another show that was just on here a few weeks back, but I thought the Bills just had a run here like two years ago where they won one game and then they made it to the second round and lost to Jacksonville, and then Jacksonville went on to lose to Patriots. I, I think I'm good with going with the Bills because I think you're right about a couple of years ago. And even if you're not for whatever reason, I feel like they had the better the better chance of going in like 03-04 with Flutie or Bledsoe and, and sneaking out a win. Okay. All right, Dan, we're going to go ahead and check in with uh, Eric Eade's favorite football team, the Buffalo Bills. All right, checking the Buffalo Bills. Kyle, what did you say? I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Okay, going with the Cleveland Browns. The uh, the last time the Bills won a playoff game was 1995. Wow, 1995. Um, the uh, the Browns also have not won a playoff game in over 19 years. Oh. The answer we're looking for here it's been 14 seasons, but it has been within the last 19. Washington Football Club. Oh, okay. Really? Was that McNabb? Jason Campbell. <laughs> 2005? Yeah, it would have been Jason Campbell, yeah, in 06. Patrick Ramsey might have been a backup on that team. I'm pretty sure he was on that roster. Yeah. <laughs> I what Jason Campbell's up to these days. Oh, geez. We know what Patrick Ramsey's up to yeah, these days. he works for his father-in-law's company in Louisiana. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to question number two. People who are in the top 10 all-time of home runs hit as a member of the New York Yankees. Your names are Bernie Williams, Don Mattingly, Greg Nettles, Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, Jorge Posada. I, I'm checking in. All right, Kyle is checking in. Matt and Scott, talk it out. So the first thing I said to Scott was that A-Rod was only there like six years and he responded back saying that he had like multiple 50 home run seasons. So that's, you know, don't do drugs, kids. I, I think A-Rod is, is the, the obvious choice that you'd think was the odd one out. Yeah. Because he, the length of time he was there, but man, he raked. So Jeter was never a big home run hitter. No, but just based on the longevity he was there, I mean... Even if he was hitting 12, 15 a season. Um, I think Bernie Williams has got to be up there too. Yeah, I, I think Bernie's definitely in there. Yeah. I mean, so Mattingly, he had like a at least a, a 12 to 14 year career. He was a first baseman, which he hit with power, but he was never like a 50 home runs a year guy. He was like a, you know, smacking out 25 to 35 a year kind of a deal. But you do that over over 12 years. Exactly. I was going to say that adds up, right? Yeah. So now you're talking 300. How how long was Greg Nettles even there? I don't think he was there that long. I think he's the right. I think he's the odd one out. He was a third baseman, right? He was a third baseman. He definitely had some pop. He had some good seasons, yeah. but I don't think he was there long enough. And I don't think he was consistently a power hitter. So I think we go with Greg Nettles. Yeah. We're going to check in with Greg Nettles. Kyle, what did you say? I'm I'm going with Jeter. Going with Jeter. Well, I can tell you that I'm not awarding any points this time. Oh, jeez. We are just killing it. But um, <laughs> I, I gave you numbers 6 through 10 and an outsider. Oh, jeez. Um, and I can Dang. tell you right now, 
six through 10 are Alex Rodriguez with 351. That's insane. Bernie Williams with 287. Jorge Posada with 275. Derek Jeter with 260. Greg Nettles with 250. And Donnie Baseball, 222. Not in the top 10. I'm shocked. A low scoring game here today, today, boys. Um, Greg Nettles played for the Yankees for 10 years. He was on all those teams in the 70s, right? Was he the third? Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh, yeah. All right. Question number three. NBA players that won the rookie of the year. Which one of these did not? Yao Ming. Andrew Wiggins. Tyreek Evans. Brandon Roy. Damian Lillard. Kyrie Irving. This continues to be my thought process and it hasn't worked out too well for me, but I'm going to check in because I'm confident with an answer. All right. Kyle's checking in. So Matt and Scott can talk it out. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's Yao Ming. He didn't win it. Oh, he didn't. No. Um, uh, Myers Stoudemire won it that year. 2002. I have nothing to add to this conversation. So you can just check in. We're checked in with Yao Ming. <laughs> checked in with Yao Ming. And Kyle, what did you say? That's pretty solid confidence, Scott. I was actually going to say Lillard. If uh, if Damian Lillard didn't win it, Scott would have known. I'll tell you that right now. Yep, it was Yao Ming. Yao Ming did not win the rookie of the year. All right, let's move on to question number four. We're going back to the Yankees again. I'd like you to tell me which of these New York Yankees did not win the Cy Young Award. Your list is Lefty Gomez, Bob Turley, Whitey Ford, Sparky Lyle, Ron Guidry, Roger Clemens. Those are some Matt names. <laughs> yeah, there's some Matt names in there for sure. There's also a guy that sings the blues in there. I can go ahead and check in. All right, Kyle's checked in. Matt and Scott. Scott, what year did the Cy Young start? You're asking me? Because Lefty Gomez was like, he was in the dead ball era. Truly was like in the 40s, I believe, and Whitey Ford won. I think Whitey Ford won at least two. I, I'm pretty sure Sparky Lyle won a Cy Young. I don't know if it was with the Yankees or not, but I've, I've seen the name. Ron Guidry is one that's interesting. I'm not quite sure about him. I think he won. I, I think he won one with them. So Roger Clemens, I know for sure, won at least one, if not two, with Boston. Mm-hmm. Didn't he win with Toronto in 98, I think? I think you're right. So his first year in the, with the Yankees was 99? 99 or 2000, yeah. Maybe Clemens won it in 01, though? What percentage chance are you confident in Clemens? Not very, because now I'm thinking he might have won it in 01, because I can't place who won it in 2001. So the other ones, though, I mean, I mean, it could be Lefty Gomez, but I'm not going to get there. I have no idea. It could be truly, but, I mean, I don't know. Let's go with it. Go for it, bud. Let's go, let's go Clemens. Because yep. I think because Tim Hudson won a Cy Young in there at some point. Um, Johan Santana won at some point. So I think there might have been some people blocking him. So we're going to check in with Roger Clemens. Checking in Roger Clemens. And Kyle, what did you say? I know Roger Clemens did win one. I know he did. Because I've actually been like getting lost in some Roger Clemens rabbit holes lately. I don't know how. His season wasn't even that good and he won one. So I do know he did. Honestly... I wouldn't go with Bob Turley just because I don't know about him. And I feel like if he won a Cy Young, I would know who he was at least. But 
I'm not that great when it comes to being like a historian. So maybe this guy won one in like 1930 and I have no idea. Yeah, no, that's good logic at least. Yeah, I'm going to go Bob Turley. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you that uh, Roger Clemens did win the, uh, the Cy Young in 2001. He was 20 and three that year. So, but Matt, you were on the right track. The one that did not win this was Lefty Gomez. And that's because his whole career took place before the Cy Young Award was awarded. Started being awarded in 1956. Oh, if I would have known that, it would have been Lefty Gomez for sure. Oh, geez. Uh, Lefty Gomez was not dead ball era, though. He was very much in the live ball era. He was uh, 30s and 40s. All right, let's move on to number five. Which of these colleges and universities did not have a number one overall draft pick in the NFL between 2005 and 2015? Florida State, Georgia, Michigan, Central Michigan. USC, North Carolina State. I got it, Matt. We uh, we can check in. All right, Matt and Scott have checked in. So, Kyle, what are you thinking? Obviously, my mind goes straight to the lesser schools, which are Central Michigan and NC State. I would say Central Michigan's even lesser of a school than NC State, but I don't know if Dan's that mean to try to, like, trick us. I'm not mean. <laughs> I may have crafted the question sneakily, but I'm not mean. Like, obviously, a bunch of players come to mind, but I'm overthinking it. I'm like, I don't even know. Was Matt Stafford the number one overall pick out of Georgia? And then Jameis Winston, Florida State. I feel like you would not have said Central Michigan if there wasn't a number one pick out of there. But, dude, who the hell went to Central Michigan? Like, oh, my God. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and check in with Central Michigan. All right, checking in Central Michigan. Scott and Matt, what did you say? (laughs) <laughs> Kyle Eric Fisher went to Central Michigan. Oh my God! He got drafted number one overall by the Chiefs. I knew it was going to be one of them offensive linemen. Uh, North Carolina State is Mario Williams in 06. Whoa, that's a name. Florida State's Jameis Winston. Matt Stafford is Georgia, like you said, and then Michigan in 07 is Jake Long. Uh, the the odd one out here is USC. Wow, I knew it was going to be something like that. I knew it. Points going to Matt and Scott on that one, and. Uh, Scott basically just ran it down. Um, The answer is USC did not have a number one pick. All right. After the first quarter, our scores are Kyle has 20 and Matt and Scott have 50. So it's a really low scoring game right now, but plenty of opportunity to catch up. Today's second quarter is going to be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one. This shortstop's number 10 is retired by the Yankees, and he also managed two separate teams to the World Series championships. Matt, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, I think you're right. We're going to check in. All right, Matt and Scott have checked in. So, Kyle, you can try and figure this one out. So, Phil Rizzuto is the retired number 10, but how the heck does that combine into someone else's name is where I'm really – Getting lost. I'm trying to think of managers that have won World Series with two different teams. That's what you said? Two different teams, yes. 
Okay. Uh, oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm struggling to even come up with an answer for the second part. Let's see. Two World Series, a recent guy, and the Rizzuto thing. Because, like, what the heck can Rizzuto turn into? It's really what's throwing me. I think I got it. Okay. What do you, what do you got? What do you have? Is it Fazil, Phil Rizzuto? Tony Larusa, Phil Rizzo, Tony Larusa, and um, Matt and Scott. What did you say? Uh, yeah, came up with the exact same thing. Larusa won with the A's in the Cardinals, so that was that popped in my head. So we also checked in with Phil Rizzo, Tony Larusa. All right, both teams getting their points on this one. It is Phil Rizzo, Tony Larusa. So you got one of those under your belt, uh, Kyle. You ready for the next yeah. one? It, yeah, for sure. All right. Question number two. This three-time World Series champion infielder for the Giants was also a 30-30 player for the New York Yankees. So obviously the Yankees one is pretty broad. Well, 30-30 is not that uh, not that common. 30, 30 home runs, runs, 30 stolen bases. Yeah, 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm like 98 and a half percent sure. All right, then we're going to go ahead and check in. All right, Matt and Scott are checked in. Kyle, what are you thinking? I'm struggling because. Okay, so I want to ask mm -hmm. a catcher is not an infielder, correct? No. Okay, so that eliminates Buster Posey. Unless you're like counting the few games you played first base or something. No, no, okay, no. This okay. is this is definitely an infielder. Okay. So there's Brandon Crawford. Uh, you're doing the exact same thing I did. I was like, who is? Yeah. So my guess is that Brandon Crawford is the infielder because like Pablo Sandoval was gone before they won the third one. I'm almost positive. And then. Joe Panic was like the second baseman, but not the whole time. Oh, Brandon, I, I couldn't even think of his name. Brandon Belt was the first baseman for a little while. I don't even know if he was the first baseman yet. All right, so I'm doing it. I'm going to do Brandon Crawford, but Crawford. If it's not Brandon Crawford, that's where I'm going wrong. But I would think that it would be. That dude's been their shortstop for like, my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> he like still, I'm pretty sure he's still their shortstop. I don't know, man. You might have stumped me on this one. 30 for 30 Yankees is not something that I'm like pinpointing. Um, I don't even know. I can't even come up with a guess that would make sense. I mean, you can always, I mean, it, it, you can always punt or tap out too if you want. That's, that's always fine to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I'm just at this point, I'm just excited to hear what you guys came up with because <laughs> I can't him. think of it. And now I'm going to go immediately look up 30, 30, 30 Yankees. Um, you can just look up the 30, 30 club. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, it's that rare. Yeah. Especially nowadays, that would never happen. Yeah, there's no steals in baseball anymore unless yeah. you're stealing signs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. shots fired. Talking about you, Astros. <laughs> I hated saying I that too because I love George Springer, but ugh. I'll punt this one because I'm not even close. All right, all right, uh, Matt and Scott, what did you say? Yeah, I, I wrote a question about the thirty thirty club early on, but even so, like Dan said, it's such rarefied air. Um, I knew that Alfonso Soriano did it as a Yankee. 
Oh, uh, wow. So then just trying to find anything that worked from the Giants. Um, we ended up checking in with Pablo Sandoval, Alfonso Soriano. Oh, gosh. Okay. One team getting their points. It is Pablo Sandoval, Alfonso Soriano. Pablo Sandoval was on all three of them World Series. He was. He was there. He, he left after 2014. It seems like he left way longer than six years ago, right? Yeah, he's yeah. been gone. Because, I mean, he was the minor leagues and the Red Sox and back to the Giants. Yeah, he was on the Braves this year. Yeah, like yeah. Two at-bats. And uh, the uh, Red Sox were still paying his salary while he yeah. was playing with the Giants. <laughs> yeah, Yankees fans love Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> <laughs> Who was one of your uh, Sinister Six buddies loves to talk about that, doesn't he? Who is oh, he hates it. it. Scott Barber, you hates yeah, that. <laughs> hates it. He was so damn good with the Giants, though. Especially in those World Series. Yeah. All right, question number three. This longtime utility infielder for the Yankees in the 80s and 90s was an NBA first-round draft pick out of Arizona in 1995. Wow. This is a deep cut, Dan, for sure. <laughs> saying you don't know your 80s and 90s Yankees? I actually have the Arizona player. Oh, my God. Oh, if you have that, then oh. <sighs> Damn, I don't even have that. I don't have the Yankees player, at least... Not yet. I mean, I'm trying to think of my head. I'm like, is it a center? Is it a guard? Yankees fans really blocked out everything about that time period except for Don Mattingly, and he let us down earlier. So I'm not going back. To him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him right now. Yeah, I, I don't think I can get a utility infielder from the late '80s and early '90s Yankees. I think we're gonna have to tap. Wait. Let's go with this one, just because I know he played there, and it fits. <laughs> sure. I think we might have this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're checked in. All right, you're checked in. Kyle, what are you thinking? They're checked in. So the NBA player is Damon Stoudemire. I mean, man, the Yankees utility infielder, like, whoa. I'm thinking, like, Luis Soho and stuff like that, but he played in, like, the 2000s. Do you guys think you have this one? I, I think I have it. If I don't have it, I have something that fits. The I, have it. I have it. I have it. I got it. I definitely got it. If this is not the right answer, I will be so upset that I was this excited that I think I have the right answer. <laughs> All right, what do you got? <laughs> is the guy's name Randy Valerde? So what are, you, what are you checking in with? Randy Valer Damon Stoudemire. Randy Valer Damon Stoudemire. All right. And uh, Scott and Matt, what did you say? So I, I bring up my mom on this podcast a lot. Love you, mom, a.k.a. Meatloaf. Um, I don't ever talk about my late father, rest in peace, but he's the reason that I'm wearing this Yankees hat. And uh, growing up as a kid in the 90s, I watched a lot of Yankees baseball with him, um, partly because that's the only – this is before, yes, like the only games you got here were Yankee games. And two, because I wanted to bond with my dad. And I remember Randy Velarde as a utility infielder on the Yankees. He ended up playing for the Angels. I think he might have went back to the Yankees in like the later 90s. Uh, but we also checked in with Randy Velarde, Damon Stoudemire. All right. 
both teams getting points. Randy Villar Damon Stoudemire is your correct answer. So, yeah. I just wanted to I've... officially known on the record that I'm the one that came up with Damon Stoudemire. Yes, you did come up with I Damon. I actually answered an NBA question, which is I was super impressive for me. Randy Villarde was two different people until the very end for me. He was Jose Vizcaino and Ricky Lede. <laughs> utility guys for the yankees like later yeah i kept thinking like mariano duncan eventually his name came to me (laughs) let's move on to question number four in pre and post game this hall of fame wide receiver and high school teammate of jason white chocolate williams is also a current yankees pitcher who as of the 2019 season had the third lowest postseason ERA in MLB history. Okay, we can check in, Dan. All right, Matt and Scott are checked in. Kyle, you can talk it out. I got it, yeah. I got it. All right, what, what did you got? Randy Masahiro Tanaka. Randy Masahiro Tanaka and Scott and Matt, what did you say? That's one to you, Matt. Well, yeah, that, I just read about this. Uh, Williams went to high, going to high school with Randy Moss. So when he said Randy Moss, and I said, I think that, uh, is he Japanese? I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, the first name of the Yankees pitcher, that's Japanese, something to do with Moss. So he came up with it. So Randy Masahiro Tanaka. All right, both teams getting points on this one. It is Randy Masahiro Tanaka. All right, question number five. This legendary broadcaster with a statue outside of Bush Stadium also managed the Yankees for parts of the 1989 and 1990 seasons. I got that right away. All right, checked in. Yep. Matt and Scott, talk it out. Matt, this should be is this uh, Jack Buck Showalter. Oh, yep. Right? All right, we're going to check in with Jack Buck Showalter. Checking in with Jack Buck Showalter. Kyle, what did you say? Yeah, I also have Jack Buck Showalter. Well, both teams fell into my trap. Very sorry about that. But this person's the second part. You you got Jack Buck part. But the second part of this name was already mentioned once during this round. Took over in the middle of the 89 season and was fired in the middle of the 90 season. We're looking for Jack Bucky Dent. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Ap- after I said Jack Buck Showalter in my head, I was like, no, he, there's no way he managed in 89. Buck Showalter was the manager of the Yankees during the Seinfeld run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yep, that makes yeah. <laughs> Bucky When uh, Steinbrenner was naming off all the uh, the managers <laughs> he's fired. <laughs> Billy Martin. Billy Martin. <laughs> Bucky Dent. Billy Martin. Billy Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, he says... Buck Showalter. Oh, you didn't hear that from me, George. (laughs) Billy Martin. He says Billy Martin three times in that rant. Billy Martin. That was another one of my favorite things. Is that Billy Martin got fired by by Steinbender five times in his career. Once as a player, then as a bench coach, and then three times as a manager. Heading into halftime. We have a score of Kyle has 80 and Matt and Scott have 130 low scoring game still, but we still have a lot of game left. It is now time for the halftime show. 
It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one in halftime. Which iconic song is played after every New York Yankees home win? I think we can check in, right? Yeah. All right, Matt and Scott are checked in. Kyle, what do you say? Yeah, I got this one too. All right, what you got? Uh, it's New York, New York. New York, New York. And, and yep, yeah, Matt and uh, Scott, what did you say? Yep, that's what we checked in also with New York, New York. Starts that's right. You're going to start news. spreading the news after every New York Yankees home win. Question number two. <laughs> On Jock Jams, volume one, the 12th track is which stadium standard from the supergroup M-A-R-R-S, which was not the theme song of a 1990 Christian Slater film. I'm always so bad when it comes to like mainstream music because like there's songs that I can recite the words to, but I don't know what they're called, you know? Yeah. Like radio hits and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to punt this one right off the bat. All right. All right. I'm not going to keep us here. Kyle's going to punt this one. Matt and Scott, you can talk it out. All right, Matt. How many how many Christian Slater movies do you know from 1990? Well, it, he. This is what I just sent you. I think up the volume. I think both the song and the movie were called "Pump Up the Volume." You're checking in with "Pump Up the Volume." We're gonna pump, 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 pump it up now. Something like that. All right, one team is getting points. The answer is "Pump Up the Volume." Pump up the volume. That's correct. Pump up the volume, which was also a 1990 Christian Slater movie. Wow, good job, Matt, because I had no clue which track was number 12 on Chalk Jams. Oh, I got it through the Christian Slater thing. It had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Question number three. 1994's The Scout follows Albert Brooks' character, Al Percolo, as he tries to land the troubled but talented pitcher played by Brendan Fraser, who shares a last name which with which U.S. state? I actually don't know anything about the movie. I'm just going to be taking a guess at a state. That might be somebody's last name. <laughs> Give me a second, Matt. Movie's terrible. Movie's absolutely yeah, terrible. But must be. If it's a baseball movie I haven't seen once. No. If only there was somewhere Scott could go to try and pull this answer from. <laughs> I, I, I obviously I'm one of the many people that can name all 50 states alphabetically, so I'm just going through them in my head. All right, here we go. You ready? We're gonna go to Matt's mind closet. Uh oh, <laughs> Matt's going to his mind closet. <laughs> Eric asked a question way back about the scout, and he said the guy's name, but I, I don't, I don't have the podcast memory that Bombback does, so I'm trying to remember. It's not. Uh... New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming. I'm just going to name all 50. Isle hasn't checked in yet. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> just giving it away to me. Is that what you're saying? Guy's um, last name is North Carolina. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> I'm winging it, and I'm taking my guess for a reason. Okay. At least, I, at least I have a reason behind my guess. All right. Well, Kyle has checked in, so Scott and Matt, go ahead. Yeah, Matt. So it's, it's New it's, Jersey. It's yeah. It's not the obvious like Washington, which you would think would be, you know, or like Montana 
Um, I do remember this movie. I just don't remember. I want to say it's like, it's maybe it's Alaska or New Nebraska. Hampshire? No, I think it's got Aska in it. I feel like. Oh, well, Nebraska. Or Alaska. Um, I, I don't have a, I don't Arkansas? even have a guess. So, but Nebraska does ring a bell, but I don't, I mean, it's because I've been, you know, it's been on the brain a little bit lately. So, oh, it could, it might be Indiana. Go with your. Let's gut. go with. We're gonna go with uh, for you. We're gonna check in with Nebraska. All right, checking with Nebraska, Kyle. What did you think? So I mean, I don't know how we ran into the same guest, but I'm just saying Nebraska because that's where Matt said he's moving. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, name of the character that was played by Brendan Fraser by Brendan Fraser was Steve Nebraska. What the. I thought we were done with Nebraska. (laughs) Nebraska just keeps coming back. Nebraska's the new Minnesota. No. (laughs) No. Although, a little bit of history for you. uh, Hubert H. Humphrey, senator from Minnesota, once said that uh, without professional sports, Minneapolis-St. Paul would just be a cold Omaha. Mm -hmm. So, there is that. Hey, real quick, Kyle. I just want to point out that we uh we got Don Mattingly wrong, but somehow both got Nebraska. Yeah, that. <laughs> I literally guessed it because that's where Matt said he's moving. I have no other basis. <laughs> Question number four in the halftime show. In 1998's basketball, a young Joe Coop Cooper catches a home run ball from which baseball legend? And you said this movie came out in 98? 1998. I've never seen this movie either. Oh, it's so good. Yeah? It is so good. Going to keep my mouth shut. You don't like this movie, Scott? No, I've never seen I, it either. I have seen this movie once, and I was a very small child. That's not oh. true, because it came oh. out in 1998. That's not true. I, was, I, was I must have been say. like 11 or 12. Uh, no, you shouldn't have seen it then. Oh, yeah, my mom. <laughs> Meatloaf did not care for discretion. No, that's a movie you don't watch when you're 12. You... I, I wonder if that's why I don't have much of a memory of it. All right. I'm checking in. All right, Kyle's checking in. So, Matt and Scott, you can talk it out. Yeah, we just typed Reggie Jackson at the same time. So, I think we're going to go ahead and check in with Reggie Jackson. All right, checking in Reggie Jackson. And, Kyle, what did you say? Okay, I'm off the mark then. I was going to say Ken Griffey Jr. because it was 1998, but I guess they were throwing it back. Yes, he um, he catches one of the three World Series home run balls from Reggie Jackson, and uh, he said he Reggie Jackson said he got all of the rest of the balls back that he uh, that he caught, but he couldn't catch this. He couldn't get this one back because some snot kid, snot nosed kid, kept it for himself. That's pretty funny. That that was an educated guess. Mm-hmm. I just said uh, early 80s, late 70s, you know, famous baseball player. Yep. Who was the most famous baseball player at that time that would have hit home run? Reggie yeah, see, I didn't know that that's when that movie was based on. Well, he said, well, he, said the, when, he said when he was a kid, so I thought like maybe back 20 years yeah. from when the movie came out. Just try to do some math. All right, question number five. In the 1996 Seinfeld episode entitled The Abstinence, George gives batting lessons to two members of the Yankees for full points. Name one of these players 
And for a bonus 10, name the other player. Um, I got this one. All right, you're checked in? Yeah. All right. Scott and Matt, talk it out. For some reason, I remember it being Danny Tartable, but that might have been the same. The episode, maybe Danny Tartable was the one that he was going to either take to the PBS thing or the that was the PBS he- thing. Okay. Uh, because because I remember that from this podcast, from my halftime question. Okay. I know that one was Danny Tartable. I'm not saying maybe this was again, I don't know, but I know that one was Danny Tartable. Jesse Barfield. Was he on the Yankees in, in 95? Probably 95. Not. I think Jesse Barfield probably retired. Thinking this is this is probably filmed in '95. Do you guys remember Jesse Barfield's son was a prospect for the Blue Jays like ten years ago? Jesse Barfield, when he played for the Blue Jays, was a twin Um, killer. But anyways, yeah, you're thinking probably filmed in '95. So, so '95. So I mean, I don't think it's Mattingly because I believe he retired in '95. I think he retired like '93 or '92-ish. they were just about to get good. I don't think it's like Bernie Williams. I don't think it's one of the young, you know, I don't think it's Williams yeah. or Jeter. Like the, the guys that was just guys, coming up. It was one of those guys who was a fill-in player for a couple of seasons. You know, like a Tartable kind of a deal. Or a Barbie. Okay. But I can't think of... Paul O'Neill, the, was, he was there by then. Yeah, Paul O'Neill would have been on that team. Paul O'Neill? He was a pretty high-profile guy, you know, in 95, yeah. coming off that run he had with the Reds. And they had, you know, that whole big thing on Friends. I remember that a few years later about him wearing Paul O'Neill's tuxedo. Oh, right, yeah. You are, well, you're pretty decent at French trivia. I've I've heard your, you know, your French trivia episodes on other podcasts. Mm-hmm. You want to go with Paul O'Neill? That's yeah, why not? Push, that's the yep. I got. We will check in with Paul O'Neill and defer the bonus. Okay. Checking in with Paul O'Neill and deferring the bonus. Um, Kyle, what did you have? Um, I'm going to go with Barney Williams and Derek Jeter. You're going with the two people that they said it wasn't. And it uh, is 30 points goes to Kyle on this one. I've seen that still image from that episode a million times. Yep. He's uh, the, the whole, uh, the whole, the whole thing about this episode is that they, uh, they all give up a certain activity for uh lent um for not for lent just for a bet and uh george becomes super good at everything <laughs> um so he's he's showing uh derek jeter and bernie williams how to how to hit <laughs> and he's knocking them out of the park it's heading into the second half we have a score of kyle with 150 matt and scott at 210 now on to the second half We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! Today's third quarter will be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of five pairs of questions. One easier, David, and one harder, 
Goliath. After hearing both questions, each team will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 20 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. Question number one in David versus Goliath. Question number one, David. With the award first being given out in 1955, who was the most recent New York Yankee to win the World Series MVP? Question number one in Goliath. With the war award first being given out in 1955, who was the first Yankee to win the World Series MVP? Uh, I'm checking in. Kyle's checked in. Scott and Matt, talk it out. I don't know. I've... 1935, I could, you know, mantle. I mean, that it, but it started in 1955. That so we know that they beat the Pirates in 1960 from earlier. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe that was their first one. Mantle would have won that, would have been on that team, obviously. Marius. And, um, Yogi Berra was on that team. I know he won one World Series MVP, but I don't know what year it was. What a, am, I, am I allowed to ask if you guys know the recent one? Well, well they're going to try and figure it out. Let's see. Am I, am I allowed to ask if they know it? Like, you um, just, we have no idea. <laughs> oh, you don't know the recent one? I, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank. 2009, I didn't watch a lot of baseball. It's like my first year of college. So I wasn't, <laughs> baseball wasn't my focus, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it was uh, my studies, cool. guys. My studies. My uh, my yeah. first year of my first year of college baseball was my focus because it was uh, ninety one. That's that's understandable. Yeah. Two thousand nine Super Bowl I, MVPs and that kind of stuff. I never pay attention to that. Sure. Two thousand nine for some reason, like Matsui stands out in my head. You think Matsui won it? Why not? But the wait, no, Matsui retired. Like 15 years ago, haven't they won a Super Bowl since? Or a Super Bowl? Uh, well, they won ah, in the, their World last Series one was the last one's 09. Matsui was on that team at 09. He only came been. over in 03. I think he played six or seven years, right? I don't know. Yeah, no, he came over in 2003 because he got screwed out of the um, AL Rookie of the Year award that year by Angel Barroa of the Kansas City Royals, and it was a travesty. We can go with that if you want. Although my gut says maybe it was Mariano Rivera. If we're just guessing, then we, we might as well Barrett guess for Goliath. <laughs> well, I'm saying, yeah, I, I feel like we're going to be wrong either way. Let's go. Let's be wrong going for 50 rather than 20. Okay. So who do you want to go with for the old-timer one? Yogi Berra. You want to go with Yogi Berra? Let's do it. Or Mickey Mantle. Which one? Yeah, I mean, you said you know for a fact Berra has won one, so I think that's better than anything else we have to go off of. All right, Dan, we're going to check in with, uh, with the Goliath with Yogi Berra. Checking in. Yogi Berra for the Goliath and Kyle, which question did you answer and what did you say? I'm just taking the one I'm positive with, and that's Hideki Matsui in 2009 for David. Well, the uh, last most recent player for the Yankees to win the World Series MVP in 2009 was Hideki Matsui. Told you, so Matt. 20 points for Kyle on that one. And he, the uh, first Yankee to win the World Series MVP happened in 1956. When he pitched a perfect game in the World Series, Don Larson. All right, question number two. 
during the lockout-shortened 2011-2012 NBA season, the New York Knicks promoted Mike Woodson to head coach after firing which man who started the season as the head coach? Question number two, Goliath. During the lockout-shortened 2011-2012 NBA season, the Sacramento Kings fired head coach Paul Westfall and replaced him with which new coach? All right, I'm going to check in. All right, Kyle's checked in. Matt and Scott talk it out. I can't, it's not, I don't think it's Avery Johnson. Did he play for the Kings? Uh, I don't think Avery Johnson ever played for the Kings, no. Gee, like I don't know Duff why Johnson? I have this in my brain, but the current, I think the current mayor of Sacramento was a guy oh, who Kevin played for Johnson. The, Kevin Johnson. He, was, didn't he coach for the uh, did for he? a couple of years? I don't. If he did, I do not remember that. Because I thought he didn't, when he but... was a coach, he was talking all about, you know, buying, you know, not buying the team, but setting up a group to buy the team because they were constantly talking about moving. It could very well be. I know Reggie Theus uh, coached them for a cup of coffee around that time. But for the um, David, you're thinking it was Dan Tony, right? I mean, he coached them at some point. I have and no idea of that one. He was in Houston for a while up until they just fired him recently. This was what 13 14, they said? He said 11 12. 11 12. So this is around the time of insanity. And I know that D'Antoni was coaching at some point when they had Mello. All I know is that uh, if it comes to a Knicks coach, usually if you say one of the Van Gundys, you're I, yeah, I know, I know this one's not Van Gundy for once. <laughs> I, I I think we just let's play it safe and we'll just say Mike D'Antoni. I like it. All right, for, uh, you're checking David. in. So we checked in with uh, for David with Mike D'Antoni. All right, checking in David for Mike D'Antoni and Kyle. What did you say? My guess isn't Mike D'Antoni. I'm gonna do David. Didn't Isaiah Thomas coach the Knicks at one point? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go Isaiah Thomas. One team getting points here. First of all, in Goliath, Paul Westfall was replaced by Keith Smart. Oh, wow. I don't even know who either of those guys are. I prefer Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. I thought you were going to say Keith Lee. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. That's the first thing I thought of, too. The uh, New York coach that was fired was Mike D'Antoni. Ah, okay. It's so many coaches. It's like. Get to keep track of who coached them when between like Isaiah, Mike D'Antoni, Phil Jackson. Question number three, David. Prior to 2020's Luke Voigt, who was the last New York Yankee to lead the American League in home runs? Question number three, Goliath. Prior to 2020's DJ LeMayhew, who was the new last New York Yankee to win the American League batting title? I'm going to check in. All right. Kyle's checked in. Scott and Matt can talk it out. Uh, no. So when it comes to the home run with a David one, immediately Scott said, A-Rod. I have no idea who led the league in batting last the last before uh, before the 2020 season. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who, who that I mean, might have been I could throw out well. a whole bunch of names, but I have no idea. I'd have no heat behind them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to just go A-Rod? Yep. Let's do that. Checking right, in, in uh, for David. Checking in A-Rod for David. And Kyle, what did you say? I'm going to do Goliath. And this one's pretty fresh on my mind because 
It was a little bit more of like an unknown, like trivia type question that everybody was posting when DJ LeMay, you did it. And it was Bernie Williams that won the batting title. Bernie Williams was a lot better than people seem to remember. I guess he was kind of lost in the limelight of some others. All right. Well, question um, number three for David, the last New York Yankee before Luke Voigt to lead the American League in home runs. Didn't have to go too far back. It was Aaron Judge. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> and for Goliath, the last New York Yankee prior to DJ LeMahieu to win the American League batting title was indeed Bernie Williams. Ooh. Oh, man, this is Kyle's round. It's getting back mm-hmm. in it. Yo, I have to be honest. Good thing I didn't like try to do a layup with David because I overlooked Judge as well. <laughs> Moving on to question number four in David. Which two teams played in the most recent Super Bowl that featured two number one seeds? And question number four in Goliath, which two teams played in the second most recent Super Bowl that featured two number one seeds? I'm going to check in. Kyle's checked in. Matt and Scott talking it out. I'm pretty sure last year when the Chiefs and the uh, 49ers went, they were both the number one seeds. So I'm pretty sure that's David. I know the 49ers yeah. for sure with the number one seed, and I'm and I'm pretty sure that the uh, that the uh, Chiefs, Chiefs played I, home I think against right. uh, Baltimore and um, New England. Well, wait, wait, wait. No, because no, the Chiefs played Houston. Houston, and then. Oh wait, New England. And not they didn't play Baltimore. Baltimore, Tennessee, Baltimore so did New beat New England. No, no, Tennessee beat New England. So who was the number one seed last year? I thought it was Baltimore. I thought it was uh, Kansas City. Yeah, the Titans beat the Patriots in the wild card. Yeah, the Texans. So yeah. we agree. Last year I, was the David. That sounds right. I'm trying yep. to think of so the, the year one before so the that. time before that. It's not. It's not Rams. Uh, Patriots. I don't think the Rams were a one. Broncos Seahawks. Broncos Seahawks was the one I was thinking as well. What year was that? 14? Yeah. Because after that, we have beat Baltimore and then they beat New England at home, both. Yeah, I think, but was Seattle, and I'm pretty sure Seattle was. Seattle was was the number one seed because the NFC Championship game was against the Packers and they played at home. So I think we go that one for Goliath then because that was my thought as well. So, Dan, we're going to check in with the Goliath for the 2014 or the 2014 season, um, Seattle and uh, Denver. Seattle and Denver checking in. Okay. I'm, and Kyle, what did you say? I'm also going to do Goliath with Seattle and Denver. And that was like one of the first times in forever, if ever, that that happened too. It was one of the first times in forever that it happened, but it's happened twice since then. Wow. Was it Rams Patriots? The last one to what have it happen was just a couple years ago. It was the Patriots and Eagles. Oh, I didn't know Eagles were one that year. Oh, I remember the Eagles were one that year. I most definitely remember they were one that year. And the time that it happened before that was the Broncos and the Panthers. Panthers. Is that you're you saying you most definitely remember they were one because they knocked out Case Keenum? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's why I remember it. Yeah. Question number five, David. Who is the New York Yankees all-time leader in games pitched? Question number five, Goliath. Who is the 
New York Yankees all-time leader in innings pitched. Whoa. Dan, when you say games pitched, you don't mean you mean games started or just like a, like a reliever comes in and pitches for an inning that's a game pitched. Games that is that is a game pitched. pitched. Okay, that is a right. game pitched. Games pitched. You want to go I'm with that? Check in. All right, Kyle has checked in. Matt and Scott can talk it out. So we're pretty confident that the David is Mariano Rivera. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd have to be. I mean, you know, he's pitching every, every, let's say even if it's every other game or every third game for almost 20 years, for 15, 16 years, mm-hmm. th- that's got to add up. The other one I was thinking is is Whitey Ford for um, for innings pitched. I have no idea about those, you know, Lefty Gomez and those guys. Right. Or even back, you know, in the day when they basically everyone pitched a complete game every day. Right. And they only had like a three-man rotation and they only threw the ball like 78 miles an hour. I mean. Yeah, that's what worries me about going for the Goliath is it it can easily be one of those type of guys. Whitey Ford for about a 15-year clip was probably, I mean, he wasn't Sandy Koufax or Bob Gibson dominant, but he was in the AL. He was. He was the number one or number two starter for pretty much all of the '60s and the late '50s and early '70s. So, and he also I sings think the blues. He, won, hmm? he also sings the blues. He does. Yes. I think we just go with Mariano, though. Okay, we're gonna go with David Mariano Rivera. Checking in with Mariano Rivera for the David and Kyle. What did you say? I'm gonna do Goliath and go with Whitey Ford. All right. Well, the David, the New York Yankees all-time leader in games pitched is indeed Mariano Rivera. And the New York Yankees all-time leader in innings pitched is indeed Whitey Ford. All right, cool. I almost said Andy Pettit, but I was like, nah. Times were just different back then. Like Players stayed with teams forever and they were pitching complete games and stuff like that. Yeah, Andy Pettit would throw like six innings every start, but it was only six innings. After the third quarter, we now have a score of Kyle with 270, Matt and Scott with 250. I took the lead. Wow. Going into the fourth quarter. And that brings us to the fourth quarter known as Put Your Fours. The fourth quarter known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, rivalries. Question two, retired numbers. Question three, records. Question four, round trips. Question five, receiving. And I can tell you that uh, rivalries will be NBA. Retired numbers will be baseball. Records will be NFL. Round trips will be baseball. And receiving will be football. Now that the wagers are in, let's get on to the questions. Question number one in rivalries. The Lakers and Celtics have had a long and storied rivalry. 
Who would have thought that that rivalry would show up in Minneapolis in 2009 when a former Laker replaced a former Celtic as the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves? Name both of these coaches. We're checked in, Dan. All right, Matt and Scott are checked in. Kyle, what do you think? One of them has got to be Kevin McHale. I don't know. I'm going to name the only other Timberwolves coach I can think of. I don't even know if this guy played. All right, I'll, I'm going to check in with and just kind of wing it. I'm going to say that Flip Saunders replaced Kevin McHale. All right. Flip Saunders and Kevin McHale for how many points? I did 50. Okay. Matt and Scott, what did you say? Yeah, I think uh, um, Kevin McHale uh, replaced uh, Flip Saunders uh, back like in – Oh, four or something like that. Uh, we checked in with Kevin McHale, was replaced by Kurt Rambis. Oh, God. For how many points, Matt? For 50 points. One team is getting points here. Kevin McHale was replaced by Kurt Rambis. And, and those and, two have a those two have a history. Uh, beef um, history. Um, Kevin McHale clotheslined uh, Kurt Rambis, almost took his head yeah. off. Um, and then Kurt Rambis uh, went well, on to well, replace wasn't him. Close to saying Kurt Rambis, but I'm kind of mad I wasn't close to saying Kurt Rambis. Um, right now, after question number one, Kyle has 220, and Matt and Scott have 300. Moving on to question number two in retired numbers. Not including Jackie Robinson, whose number 42 was retired league-wide, who is the only player to have had their number retired by the Yankees? to have not won a World Series as a player with the Yankees. We're checked in. Scott and Matt have checked in. Kyle, you can try and talk this one out. I think that Roger Maris won a World Series. It wasn't even there that long. It was Thurman Munson, the catcher on those teams in the 70s. Or did he pass away like before that? Wow. Kind of winging it. I'm going to guess that Roger Maris didn't win a World Series. All right. For how many points? 50. All right, Scott and Matt, what did you say? I wasn't letting him get us again. We checked in for 50 points with Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly. Oh, Jesus. Well, one team is getting points. He did not get you again. Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly. He's the only New York Yankee to have his number retired that did not win a World Series with. Um, Roger Maris uh, was on the 1960 team that we found out earlier, beat the pirates so after question number two we have a score of kyle with 170 and scott and matt are up to 350 moving into question number three in records setting the mark in the 2012 2013 season who holds the nfl record for passing attempts in a season with 727 all right i'm gonna check in all right kyle has checked in scott and matt talk it out matt are you good with checking in uh matt stafford yeah, once uh, Drew Bledsoe got out of the league, it was all Matt Stafford. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's, not like they, it's not like they ever had any running backs. So uh, we're yeah. checked in uh, for 50 points with Matt Stafford. Checking in with Matt Stafford for 50 points. Kyle, what did you say? I'm also checking in with 50 points for Matt Stafford. All right, and both teams getting their 50 points. It was indeed Matt Stafford who was always throwing the ball because – Really? Who was going to run the ball for them? Kevin Jones? <laughs> Question number four in round trips. There have been 32 different times that a New York Yankees player has hit three or more home runs in a regular season game. Crazy enough, in 2020, Kyle Higashioka did it. But before him, who was the last player to accomplish this feat when he did so in 2019? 
I'm going to check in. Kyle's checked in. Scott and Matt talk it out. I'm assuming it's not that Kyle guy again. I doubt it. To <laughs> again. This is going to make things interesting if we don't get this. Uh, all right, Matt. So I don't think it was Gary Sanchez. Mm-hmm. I remember him doing it. Uh, Judge was hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, he has the prowess to do it, but he was hurt a lot. So I don't. But I, thought he, same, same I, thing I remember Stan. 19 when he did play when he wasn't hurt. He did have, I remember having a couple of really big games where he of course. a lot of home runs. Yeah. So yeah he I mean, he's, he's, yeah. It, I mean, it definitely could be him. I'm trying to think of who else. I don't think Voigt did it. I don't remember. Miguel Andujar, Torres. I don't know. You know, um, this could, whatever this could be anyone. Yeah, buddy, you, you know more names than I do. I mean, I know the names. That doesn't mean it's going to be right. This, you know, again, this could, this could be Austin Romine. Maybe the other backup catcher did it. You know what I mean? Like, this era, anyone get three homers in a game. We'll go Aaron Judge, and we'll, uh, we're going to check in with Aaron Judge for 50 points. Checking in Aaron Judge for 50 points. Kyle, what did you say? I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Gary Sanchez pretty early in the year at Baltimore. And for how many points? 50. All right. Well, the correct answer is Gary Sanchez. Was it at Baltimore in like May, maybe? It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's crazy about that is last May I went to a Yankees Orioles game at Baltimore. Um, I went to one each. We did one at the stadium and then one, okay, Baltimore. But it, was, it must have been it had to have been that same series. Yeah, that's crazy, and I still don't remember it. Going into the last question, right now we have a score of Kyle with two hundred and seventy, Matt and Scott with three hundred and fifty. Going into the last question, number five in receiving. Who led the NFL in receiving yards in the 2010s, gaining 12,125 yards for one team, despite only joining the league in 2011? I guess his 1,871 yards in 2015 went a long way toward making up for that one year. I'm going to check in. All right, Kyle has checked in, Matt and Scott talk it out so t- coming in the league in 2011 has me immediately thinking of Tulio Jones him and AJ Green were drafted top 10 in 2011 I know he had like an 18,000 yard season and he's only played for one team so I just feel like it fits sure all the it's criteria TJ Hushmanzada it's <laughs> it's not TJ Hush your mama it's not Greg Jennings either buddy I'm sorry it's <laughs> not uh it's not uh, uh the pride of Kansas State uh Jordy Nelson Jordy Nelson no uh, he played for Oakland for a season. Yeah, so. no. Um, we're going to check in for 50 points with Julio Jones. All right, checking in with Julio Jones for 50. And Kyle, what did you say? I'm also going to check in with Julio Jones for 50. I was just saying, real quick, I was just saying to my friends the other day that in my lifetime there are four receivers, and then there's every, everybody else. Julio Jones, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and Calvin Johnson are like in a league of their own, and it's just like everybody else. People will say Antonio Brown and stuff. But I swear by the fact that if it weren't for Ben Roethlisberger, he's not half the player he was. So go ahead. I completely agree with you there, by the way. (laughs) But um, yes, the answer is Julio Jones. Well, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Kyle finishes with 320, which is a very respectable score. And our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Randy Velarde Award with 400 points are Scott and Matt. I just want to say thank you so much, Kyle, for coming on and do, and playing in our very first home court advantage game. 
Um, you held your own against these guys. You, <laughs> you did. You did a really good job against these yeah. guys. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't mildly pleased with my performance. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't expect to win one on two. I, you know, I don't know. I guess my knowledge is more current than I think that it is. I believe. No, I was just gonna say too. The other thing is like I would do this even if we weren't recording it as a podcast. This is fun every single time. Um, why don't you uh um tell us tell us uh, where we can find you and tell us uh you know, about all the ventures you, you got going on right now. So I thought the off season was going to be a lot more boring than it's been. Um, <laughs> nowadays with sports and sports media, there's always something going on and always something to talk about. And some players always posting something. It's funny. I've gotten my baseball fixed from the Dominican winter league. There's some Yankees playing in that and, or fans are eating that stuff up. Cause there's no other baseball going on. Um, but I do run a lot of the social media accounts for John Boy, uh, the Talking Baseball, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, John Boy Media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Same with Talking Yanks, which is our Yankee-centric accounts. And then if you just look up Kyle Condor, you can find me on all the different social media platforms as well. But most importantly, I mean, John Boy's running the show, and he's like a must-follow for anybody that's into baseball. And at this point, he's starting to branch out in other things. So. <laughs> that's where you can find me at i'm behind the scenes on a lot of those different things that are going on there all right well once again kyle thank you so much for coming on and and being our very first guest on a home court advantage game you got it guys for sure anytime we got to get keith on here for sure uh, yeah we absolutely we, we absolutely will make that happen yeah um matt and scott what you got you know it was started off tough because uh kyle you know had to kind of get his legs back into it and going and everything like that. So, yeah. man, in the beginning part of the game, we I think we all struggled, but uh, he was struggling. But man, holy cow! Like uh, going into that third quarter, he just took a full swing and knocked it out of the park there. So, I <laughs> I couldn't ever even come close to what you did in the second half of the game. So, so that's cool, man. I that, that was a lot of fun. So watching you, okay. thanks for coming on again, buddy. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on again. You know you're my boy. Um, yeah, for sure, you, bro. You know we're gonna team up again soon. It, it's like it's inevitable. Um, two on one is tough, man. Like to hang in there the way that you did, and you know because like you mentioned, you don't have your partner to get you that second half. The other thing too, like you have played in two of the closest games we've had, and you don't have a win yet. So like we have to have you on again. You got to get that elusive win for sure. And when I win, I want a banner. <laughs> yeah, he, we'll we'll hang we'll hang one from the uh, headquarters of uh, Bench Warriors Trivia Podcast. Is, is that in Minnesota? <laughs> the headquarters. We haven't built it yet. We'll have to. We'll build I, it. At some I point. assume it's going to be in Minnesota. <laughs> Only one of us lives in Minnesota. You know, <laughs> two anyway. people live in two live two people live in New York. That's true. Well, for all of us here, thanks for listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.